Hey, thanks for joining us for Digging Deeper. I want to press into the question, why should my heart not be troubled? Think about that for a minute. And we mentioned in the message on Sunday that there's so much in the world that breeds unholy turmoil. I want to remind you of some verses. They're not cheery verses. They're not happy verses from Matthew 24. But I'm going to start reading in verse, verse 6 just to kind of help you go into that place maybe to invite you into feeling as if, well, wow, maybe my heart should be troubled. But then I'm going to bring it back around to help you see why my heart should not be troubled. So starting in verse 6, Matthew 24, you can follow along in your group there. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed. Again, let not your heart be troubled. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. They will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death. And you will be hated by all the nations. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. Now, if you think about that, why should my heart not be troubled when Jesus in Matthew 24 is telling us of horrible things that will be coming as we face deeper and deeper into the history of the world, deeper and deeper into the end times? But listen, the question, why should my heart not be troubled, has no worldly answer. In the world, all of those things that I just mentioned and read to you from Matthew 24 will come about and they will happen and we will have a choice in that moment and that choice is simply this what am i going to focus on am i going to focus on the things that are happening around us the things that seem to say the world is unraveling in ways that we can do nothing about or am i going to focus on christ now you think about jesus saying to, to his followers, let not your hearts be troubled. I have overcome the world. Why should my heart not be troubled? Well, because Jesus overcame the world. And how did he overcome it? With his presence. And so if we can stand in not only the times of trial and tribulation that, that the Bible says are going to come, that will happen, if we can stand on Christ in those times, but even more so in the day to day, if we can stand on Christ when those things are happening in my world that seem to be unraveling my life, you know, they may not be wars and rumors and wars. It may not be nations against nations. It may be spouse against spouse, kids against parents. It may be boss against employee. It may be neighbors against neighbors. But listen, the same thing that will allow us to stand in those last days when the tribulation comes upon the world that the Bible assures us will happen is the very thing that will allow us to stand in these days when we're faced with the difficulties in our own lives. Now listen to this in Romans 8, verse, starting at verse 18. Here's the place where we can stand. It says this in verse 18, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. Think about that for a minute. The present sufferings of this time are nothing 
compared to the glory that is to be revealed to us. And what is that glory that will be revealed to us? It is the person of Jesus Christ. There is nothing in this world that can stand, no matter how much suffering it might bring into our lives, it cannot stand when the glory of Jesus is revealed. Now, verse 19 in Romans 8, where is that glory going to be revealed? Well, listen to this. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. Where is the glory of Christ going to be revealed? It's going to be revealed in you and me, all of us who are joint heirs with Christ in God, who are the sons and daughters of God, who manifest the glory of God in this world through his church. And so we will be the revelation of the glory of God who is Christ up until the day he reveals himself coming back, standing on the clouds that the whole world will see and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is the son of God. So why should my heart not be troubled? Well, I'm going to tell you why my heart should not be troubled. Even if those times of tribulation rise up that, that are spoken of in Matthew 24, even if those are happening now or begin to happen tomorrow, my heart should not be troubled because of you. And your heart should not be troubled because of me if we are truly being the body of Christ. Because when I am the body of Christ in front of you, you see the glory of Christ. When you are the body of Christ in front of me, you reveal the glory of Christ to me. When we as a body at Temple Baptist Church live in the fullness of the life of Christ in us, we reveal the glory of God to the world around us. So why should my heart not be troubled? Because all of us together are revealing the glory of God as sons and daughters of God in a world that does not have any other glory of its own. All of creation was robbed of its glory. It was robbed at the fall. The only source of the glory of God in the world is his body, the church. Listen to this. It goes on in verse 20 in Romans 8. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom, here it is again, of the glory of the children of God. When we live the way Paul invites us to live, as dead to ourselves and fully alive in Christ, with the life of Christ in us, we are giving people cause to not let their hearts be troubled. When we live as if Jesus truly is the way, the truth, and the life in our own lives, in our own hearts, we are inviting everyone around us, whether they know him or not, to let not their hearts be troubled because we are manifesting the very glory of Christ that he has placed in the sons and daughters of God who are his church. And so why should my heart not be troubled? Well, I can't give you one reason from a worldly perspective why my heart should not be troubled. Even in the best of times, I can't give you one reason from a worldly perspective why my heart should not be troubled. 
Because everything that's born dies. That's enough to trouble my heart. Because there's evil in the world. Because there's brokenness. Because children are taken advantage of. Because people harm and kill each other. We use words for violence. We are destructive because of the corruption that is in the world. There is no reason in the world for us to say, my heart should not be troubled. But, but in Christ, there's no reason for my heart to be troubled. We have to manifest that to the world. The glory of Christ revealed in the sons and daughters of God in a world that's been subjected to futility so that corruption would be removed from it, so that it will be perfect again, exactly the way God designed it to be. And honestly, what makes it perfect, what redeems it all, what removes corruption is the presence of Christ. And so as we walk in the world, when that question comes up for us in our own lives, why should my heart not be troubled? Why shouldn't I be worried? Phrase it that way, maybe. Why shouldn't I be scared? Why shouldn't I be ashamed? Why shouldn't I feel guilty? The answer is the same. Christ. Period. That's it. And so if you stop and you think about what is it in your world that's troubling your heart? What are the things that cause you to fall into the, the worry and the anxiety and the fear that's present in our world today. Name those things and then ask yourself this question. Is this thing something that Christ hasn't overcome? Is this thing something that will stand longer than he will? Is this thing something that will carry on forever? And I'm going to bet you that the answer is no. Because the only thing that should make my heart be troubled that is eternal is distance from Christ, separation from God. If you have not come to a place of believing in Christ, and if you remember in, in John 14, he starts in verse 1 with believe in God. In verse 11, he says, believe in God, believe in me also. Belief is the point of those verses in John 14 that we looked at in our message. So the only person who should be able to say, why should my heart not be troubled and have a, a, a good answer as to why they shouldn't um, have peace in their lives is the person who's separated from Christ. Now the problem I see a lot of times is that we as believers live as if we are people separated from Christ. We do that because, as we said in the message, we have an incomplete view of heaven. We view heaven as the place that will make it all worth it, or that will resolve everything one day. Well, if I have to wait through this world for the resolution of heaven, my question then is, why did Christ become a person who was alive? There's no good answer. But once I realize that the kingdom of God, the essence of heaven, as Pastor John Piper said, is the immediate presence of Christ, then in this present suffering, this present turmoil, this present corruption, I have reason for my heart not to be troubled because I am in the immediate presence of Christ. Christ dwelling in us, us dwelling in him. And so it's a fair question. Why should my heart not be troubled? 
The problem is oftentimes people who are asking that question, and it's a legitimate question, are not people who are in Christ. And so the answer, unfortunately for them, is, well, your heart should be troubled. But for those of us that are in Christ, when we ask the question, why should my heart not be troubled? Because of Christ, because of his immediate presence. And so I want you to think on that this way, because here's what I want to bring it all back to. Romans 12, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. What is the pattern of this world? The pattern of this world is that my heart is troubled because there's no way out of all of these things. Because the world doesn't have Christ. So don't be conformed to the pattern of the world, which is to say when difficulties come, when tribulations come, when trials and hardships and fear and shame and guilt and brokenness and illness and all these things come, I'm not going to respond the way the world responds because that is not an appropriate response for me. You know, in essence, it'd be like saying you're thirsty and going and getting a baby bottle and filling it with water and laying down and drinking it. Why wouldn't you do that? Because it's not an appropriate response for you as an adult. You've outgrown a baby bottle. We, as people who have placed our belief and our trust in Christ, have outgrown the possibility of being overwhelmed by the waves of this world and destroyed by them which leads to a place where our hearts are troubled. We've outgrown it because Christ is in us. And so don't be conformed to the pattern of the world simply by recognizing that in the most difficult situations, in the worst times, Christ himself is present immediately to me. And because he is the way and the truth and the life, I need not let my heart be troubled. Pastor James has written you some great questions and I hope you'll dive into them. Hope you'll press into him. But here's the bigger thing. I hope you press into him with openness and transparency that you guys can build each other up in your groups in your discussion time. That you can be a source of encouragement to each other when your hearts do feel troubled. That you can remind each other that you have a place to stand in Christ. He's gone to prepare a place for you and he's coming back to bring you to himself. In the meantime, be aware of his presence in your day-to-day -day life. Let me pray for you. Father, we're so grateful that you sent your son. You sent your son to be with us. And that once we put our trust and our faith and our belief in him, he is with us. And so God, hold us in yourself so that when the trials and the difficulties of this world come and we feel overwhelmed, we can say, why should my heart not be troubled? Oh yeah, I remember. Because Christ is with me. Make us aware of that. Help us find that place to stand in every difficulty that comes. And we ask that you would do that through Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Have a great time in your groups.